Hello, everyone. I'm Bob Matthews here, another edition of Takedown Talk, where we talk to uh, young men and women about their exploits on and off the mat, what makes them tick, high school and college wrestlers. And today we have a young man who is probably going to be a superstar and maybe another Gable Steveson in uh, the next couple of years, and that's Sean Kinney of Nazareth High School. Sean, a former East Stroudsburg product, and uh, his pop moved down here to the Nazareth area to be closer to me, and uh, I really appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, anyway... Glad you're down here and uh, wrestling for another good program with uh, Coach Dave Kroll of Nazareth. And for you, Sean, how did you get started in the sport? Uh, kind of got tired of baseball. Uh, played baseball my whole life growing up. Uh, played football. Always wrestled with my brother. Just messing around with my cousins. And thought it might be good to actually start doing the real sport. So were you a pretty good baseball player? Uh, I was all right for a little kid. I mean, I wasn't anything special, but I don't think I was bad either. So you wanted to basically, like, more physical contact, be able to hit people, throw people around, that kind of thing? Yeah, definitely, because it's what I was doing with my brother and every day and cousins. So it baseball was no contact. Wrestling was a little bit more fun for me. And then your brother is uh, Tim Kinney, who was an outstanding lineman for East Stroudsburg High School South, and uh, now an outstanding lineman for East Stroudsburg University, just running people over, number 78, big number 78, so we'll be watching uh, Tim coming up in the fall. Are you proud of your brother? Are you psyched to uh, watch him play again this fall? Hopefully, you know, more fans will be allowed back in the uh, the stadiums. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited because they didn't get to play last year, so I mean, it'll be cool going from my games on Fridays to his games on Saturdays. Yeah, so that's right. You Does he help you with your football technique? I knew your dad was a good football player back in the day at Lycoming. I think that was back in like the 1940s. But, you know, <laughs> I know he was a really good uh, lineman back then. And uh, I know your dad probably helps you. But does your does your brother help you with technique, footwork, things like that? Uh, yeah, definitely. His, uh, his footwork's really good for where he's at. And I think mine's a little better than the average kid my age because of him. So he's had a big influence on you as a football player, but also as a big brother. I mean, does he give you that like extra, that extra push or that extra motivation to be more physical and be even tougher because he used to pick on you? Uh, yeah, definitely. Grew up. I mean, it, we would always fight and mess around, and I mean, it. He pushes me just because I don't want him to let him be better than me at anything. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does, because you now have somebody that you can pattern, pattern yourself after and try to be better and better and better, and then, you know, you can rub it in his face a little bit. Yeah, exactly. You just mess with him. Did he get fired up? Uh, yeah, he definitely gets fired up during my stuff. When, like, during my state finals match, could hear him a little bit, even though they were at the top of the arena. Now, speaking of that, you know, we talk about wrestling. You know, you turn to wrestling as a, as a young guy, and... What kind of motivated you then? I mean, what, what sparked your interest to keep going and to become as good as you become already just as a freshman? Uh, I got tired of losing, I think, because I was getting killed early when I was at ESYA and then Dark Nights because I was always wrestling the older kids, and I just hated losing. Well, it was funny. Brett Unger said the same thing. I asked him how he got started. He got started in the midget program. He was a 45-pounder, and he said that they moved him up to varsity and he got pinned his first five matches, and he'd cry, and he got upset, and he hated it. And then he started to, at, at that age, you know, commit to being better so he wouldn't have to lose and cry and, get, you know, yeah. and, and be all upset. So I guess it's the same motivation. Uh, yeah, definitely. Just, I don't know. I feel like 
I just got tired of losing, tired of getting my butt kicked in, and it just made me work a little bit harder, get a little bit better. Now, Dark Nights, you mentioned Dark Nights, and, uh, you know, that's a, a wrestling club, and so many outstanding wrestlers have come out of that. You know, I could sit here and name a ton, you know, Jagger Condomitti, Sammy Sasso, and the list goes on and on and on. Tyler DiLorenzo, we'll throw him in there. I know his dad, Dave, does a great job with Dark Nights. But um, for you, that competition in the room at Dark Nights, did that help you to get better and better and better? Did you see that progress as you were going from year to year? Uh, yeah, definitely, because I was bigger, so I, was, I would always wrestle with the older kids, like, Drew Munch and like Ryan Miller when I was real little because we were the same size even though they were way older and I would go probably like weeks without getting any points on them and that was a little frustrating but once I went out and wrestled kids my age it was a lot easier. So now coming up through the progression in Dark Nights and then in ESYA when did it finally start to kick in and you started to become <clears throat> excuse me a force to be reckoned with? Uh, <clears throat> I think well, when I was real little, I, I was doing pretty good at, like, Tulsa and all that. And then middle school was a little rough until my eighth grade year. And then I think that's when it really hit in and, and going to Naz coming to Nazareth. And just the competition in the room helped me have a really great year this year. Yeah, you talked about your eighth grade year. That's when you won the PJW State Championship, right? Uh, yeah, my seventh grade year, I didn't even place. And then the eighth grade year, I won it. So what did you do between that 7th grade and 8th grade year? Did you train harder? Did you train with different people? Did you take direction better? Uh, I think I just grew up a little bit because I was getting thrown around a little bit by the bigger, stronger kids and grew up a little bit. No one was really that much stronger than me or anything, and that definitely helped. You know, but now this year, you coming in, a lot of people didn't really know a lot about Sean Kinney, and then you didn't have any wrestling, you know, regular dual meets because of COVID and all that craziness. And so your season really started in the postseason when you got to districts, and then there you just started cleaning house. Did you start feeling really confident after your first couple matches? Uh, yeah, definitely. The match against Matt Cruz is really when really kicked in that I can beat the best guys because I didn't really know what to think going into that match. It was really the first hard high school match I would have. Isn't it funny how how confidence plays such a big role, right? You go in, like you said, you didn't really know what you were capable of at that time because you didn't have a lot of dual meets to kind of find out. But then you take on one of the best kids in the area, Matt Cruz, and you beat him. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, all right, I could do this. And then you rolled, and then you rolled into regionals. And then from there, what, what was your mindset after you won that district gold as a freshman, you know, freshman heavyweight, which is almost unheard of in District 11? Uh, there's The mindset was just there's still three more weeks to go. Districts isn't everything. There's three kids that make it in. When it, it It's cool, but it doesn't really matter until you get out to states. Who got in your ear after districts when you won the gold and settled you down and said, all right, look, it's just one step. Was it Coach Kroll? Was it uh, Joe Provini? Was it Adam Colombo? Was it your mom, your dad, your brother? Uh, nobody really said anything, but, I mean, everyone kind of knew it. All of our kids that made it, we knew the job wasn't done. Uh, Coach Kroll talked about it in the room to us a little bit, that you got to perform every week in the postseason. You can't just pick districts or one week to go wrestle your best. you got to get better every week. Now, for you, you know, get, getting into this Nazareth program, which is one of the most storied programs in the state and the country, Dave has a way to kind of build up the, um, 
I, I guess you would say, the momentum throughout the season and without having the dual meets, what did he do to kind of keep that edge for you guys and then have you peak at the right time? Uh, he just sped everything up a little bit. It was more of a sprint instead of a marathon, which it usually is. And I feel like he still had us peak at the right time. And, I mean, he he's willing to change for the better, and that's what I love about him. Yeah, so he adapted pretty much to, to the circumstances. How do you keep you guys grounded? You know, I mean, he's a, he's a great speaker. When I had him on the, the podcast, it's usually a half an hour. We had to do two-hour <laughs> podcasts because he was so enthralling, and, and he had so so many great stories and great advice, and he's a tremendous motivator. And, and I mean, what did he tell you guys in the room after districts? Uh, he said that he thought we were, we were in better shape than he thought we were going to be, and we wrestled a little bit better because I don't really think he knew what to expect because we didn't really either. And then regionals, we went out. We didn't wrestle as good. We came in second, and it kind of kicked us in the butt a little bit, and everyone started working a little bit harder after that weekend. Now, jumping back to districts, you came up with a pin. You know, Sonny had a pin, and Drew had a pin. All you guys were pinning on the way out, you know, in your in your mm-hmm. district gold matches, and then you ended up beating Beckham by a point to be the district champs. What was that feeling like? Uh, that was pretty crazy. Looked over, and the team was going wild. Uh didn't really think it was going to get to me because I didn't – it's hard to pin two straight matches to even get it to the heavyweight, and especially in the finals of our area. And then they did it and kind of just knew what I had to go do. Did you feel the emotion and the momentum from, the, you know, the guys who were wrestling before you with, with the pins and everything? Did it kind of start building in you and you're like, okay. All right, you start to get a little more psyched up, and you're like, I got to go out there, and I got to roll, you know, I got to pin pin somebody. Uh, yeah, definitely. It was more. It was probably more just they got they put me in a position, don't really let the team down, kind of thing, because they the whole. I mean, every point, every match mattered, especially in that when we only won by a point, and they pinned to get it to me, and I just didn't want to let the team down. Well, the good thing there was, you know, you're a freshman, so if you didn't pin and everything, or, or say if you had lost, they would have been like, oh, well, you know, Sean's just a freshman, you know, it's the first four matches of his high school career, and you would have had an excuse. But you're like, nah. You know, you went out there and you just, just got the job done. And I think that's when people really started to take notice of you, like, okay, this kid's the real deal. Did you feel kind of that way too? Uh, a little bit. I mean... I feel like I knew what I was capable of. I I didn't think people were going to be as surprised as they were, but, I mean, that's just how it went, and I just wrestled the same the whole time. Now, when you went into regionals, did you feel like after you won district gold that you had a little bit of a target on your back? Uh, Not really, because they still seeded me low at regionals, which, I mean, I think I was one of the lower seeds coming out of our district. Uh, did that motivate you a little extra? Definitely a little bit. I was kind of mad because all my teammates were a little bit higher, and I didn't really know why I was lower. I mean, I know because I was a freshman, but I didn't really think there was anyone in that bracket a lot better than me, and I didn't really think I should have been seated as low as I was. Well, you proved everybody that you shouldn't have been seated that low. <laughs> you walked away with regional gold. Yeah, I mean, I just went out and wrestled the same. Uh, I wrestled pretty good, and... The finals, I didn't have a great semis match. It went to overtime, but ended up getting the job done. 
Now, it was a weird year because they had super regionals. Did you like that format, you know, going from district to regions to super regionals? Was that kind of cool for you? Uh, I don't really know. I don't think I liked it, but it definitely helped me because I took a loss that I shouldn't have. And if that was a regular state bracket, I don't make it to the state finals. Oh, okay. That's a good way to look at it. And then when you went out to states, you had to wrestle Schoen and Vance and those guys who were top 10 in, in Pennsylvania. And I think Schoen is ranked in the top 10 in the country. Mm-hmm. And then you had a terrific state tournament. So you won your first match, you won your second match, and then you wrestled Vance. What was that like going into that match? What was your mindset that that time? Uh, just go out and do my thing, kind of, because no one was really looking at that match, saying that I was supposed to win. Everyone was looking towards the finals, which, ever, which they thought was going to be Vance for a shown again. And I just knew if I went out and wrestled, there was going to be a shot that I could win no matter what. Yeah, and then after you knock Vance off, everybody's like, oh, okay, all right, this Kenny kid, he's, uh, he's for real. And then going into the final against Schoen, people had Schoen as a heavy favorite, and then you, you almost beat him. You know, you go into overtime. But how was it taking, you know, taking on one of the best kids in the country? You as a freshman, him, you know, a senior, heavyweight, a, you know, highly recruited kid. What was, you know, what was your thought process as you were getting ready for him? Uh, it was kind of the same as Vance because everyone was saying the same things. So, you know, kind of just go out and wrestle. There's nothing really to lose. I'm a freshman. There, he's got all the pressure. He's a senior trying to win a state title. I mean, he he lost last year, so I I know he didn't want to go one and two in the state finals. But I mean, he ended up pulling it out. Now, for you, in you guys went to overtime. You 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 know, flurried late. You took tied the match. You took it into the you know the overtime period. And as you were going the overtime period, coming off that you know, tying it up late, that had to give you some motivation there too as well. And then you almost had that takedown. I thought I thought you had it, you know. And yeah. did, did you think at the time that you had it? And, uh, you know, was that just his experience that, that ended up getting him that takedown? Was it more of his experience, you think? Uh, I think it was just a weird position. I don't – I never really thought because it happened so fast. I never was really thinking in my head, oh, I'm going to – I got him on his back. I'm going to win. I was just trying to keep him there, and he exploded, and that's how it ended. But, I mean, it was a great match. Yeah, it was an excellent match, everybody. I mean, being the underdog is, is special because people don't expect things from you, and then you can shock people. But now going into next year, only a sophomore, you're still going to be probably one of the, you know, you're probably going to be the top-ranked heavyweight in the state of Pennsylvania and one of the top-ranked heavyweights in the country. Are you going to – do you welcome that pressure a little bit? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, kind of have to. There's nothing you're going to do about it. If you don't, you're just going to be harder on yourself. And usually you end up messing up a little bit more when you're focused about that. But I definitely know the cheers of the Giants Center are going to be going the other way next year. Yeah, I, I like the let it fly attitude. But when I was asking you that question, there was this big smile that came across your face. Like, okay, yeah, I, I, I'm going to like being yeah. the guy with the target on his back. And, and that's probably going to make you work even harder in the off season. Uh, yeah, probably, definitely, because, I mean, definitely going to be number one in the state probably going into next year and just try and stay there all year and end, end the year at number one and hopefully get a state title and, I mean, just work to that all year. Yeah, and, you know, Coach Kroll said about, you know, when people ask him about you, Tom House, think of the morning call, ask him a question about, 
did you know Sean was this good? He goes, well, I didn't know. I knew he was capable. I knew he had skills, but I didn't know he was going to be this good. And then when he hit the mat, Dave said that he was just like, wow, this, this young man's a force. Did that make you feel really good? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not really like a practice guy. So, I mean, all the coaches definitely saw something different when I stepped on the mat. Uh, felt good that it was a little funny that they saw that and thought that, but it is what it is. So you kind of hoodwinked them. You kind of like yeah. did the old, uh, you know, play possum. You're like, oh, okay, you know, practice. And then all of a sudden, once the bright lights were turned on, you turned into an animal. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really try to go light in practice, but I mean, once you're on the mat, I don't know, something just clicks, just happens, go out and usually just don't want to lose the match for the team and try not to every time. Now, going into next season, are you, obviously, you're, like you said, you're working out, you're lifting four times a, a week, which is, you know, an amazing commitment in the off season for football and wrestling and, and football how does that prepare you for wrestling? Does it help you with your footwork, your balance, those kinds of things? Because you're a lineman, so obviously it's going to – and that's the one thing I liked about watching you. It wasn't just push and tug and pull in the head and, you know, you were taking shots. You were very, very active and, you know, very quick as a, as a heavyweight. So do you think football has really helped you in that respect? Uh, I think it helps with, like, the explosiveness kind of, kind of just, like, going all out for those five seconds on a football play, and you can do that for a shot. Uh, that's really how I got most of my takedowns, just one big explosion. And then it definitely helps with the hand fighting. Yeah, right, because as an offensive lineman and defensive lineman, you're fighting with the hands all the time, the swim moves, things like that. So, yeah, that would definitely translate well onto the wrestling mat and vice versa. I know some guys wrestling helps them for football, mm -hmm. same thing. Yeah, it definitely helps my footwork a lot. Uh, always being active with my feet on the wrestling mat, it helps helps my footwork on the football field, and I think that's part of the reason that I'm pretty good at football. Now, jumping back to uh, the Nazareth program, being in the room, you were in the room this year, even though you didn't have any duels to prepare you for the postseason. You had some pretty good people to roll around with, the Sonny Sassos, the Drew Clearies, you know, Levy, all those guys who, who just probably pushed you to the limit. Uh yeah, everyone in the top half, or yeah, everyone in the top half of our bracket was a state qualifier, so that definitely helped with three state placers. Uh, I mean, I'm wrestling the best guys, probably better than some of the matches I would have gotten anyway. Really, in the room every day. Now, do you and Sonny ever wrestle? I know you guys are really close friends, and uh, your families are very close. And do you do you roll around with Sonny at all? Uh yeah, I roll around pretty much every day when we do matches. How does he? How does he hold up against you? Because he's a pretty strong kid. He's he's tall and he's wiry. He's a pretty good basketball player too. I I didn't know that about him. I saw this uh, video. He was dunking and everything. I'm like, wow, Sonny's got some skills. Yeah, he can definitely play basketball. But I mean, wrestling. He helps. He just helps me get a lot faster. I don't really use my weight on him. I try not to. So, so I can work like on being faster, more explosive. Right, lighter guy, you know, rangier guy. So he's probably almost as tall as you, right? And uh, but but it does help you with the quickness because you don't want, hey, he's not going to let you live it down if he takes you down and things like that. He's going to yeah. rub it in a little bit. Yeah, definitely. He's de he's probably like an inch taller than me. He's pretty tall. Uh, yeah, I mean we're both really competitive with each other. So there's not a lot of points scored in those matches just because we're both stingy when it comes to that. 
and I mean we've been we've been wrestling together since we were real little. I mean a bunch of us in Nazareth line have been wrestling on Dark Nights since we were really little kids. I'd like to see your dad and his dad wrestle because they're both big guys. You know, Robert's a big guy, your dad's a big guy. That would be a good match, wouldn't it? Uh, I think the first 30 seconds might be pretty good, and I think they'd both be dying a little bit. <laughs> that would be great. I'd pay to see that. That would be a great match. Yeah. We could promote it and everything else. Mm-hmm. And um, now you, you talked, last time I, I got to talk to you, you were telling me about your mom, what a good cook your mom is, and her, her specialty. The thing you love is that uh, the buffalo chicken, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's definitely my favorite meal that she makes. She, uh, she's she been cooking a lot since quarantine, and it's a little bit easier, so we don't have to really go out to eat. Well, now, what do you do for fun? Now, you were telling me you're a 76ers fan, mm-hmm. but you don't play basketball. Mm-hmm. How did you How did you start rooting for the Sixers? Um, my whole family cheers for all the Philadelphia teams, and the Sixers have been the good team as of late, so I've been watching them a lot. Getting a little tired of the Eagles this year, and... The Phillies started hot, but they haven't really done much since. I mean, as a baseball, you know, former baseball player, do you do you miss it? Does the coach at Nazareth ever come out and say, Sean, you know, we need a guy who could be our, our number four hitter? Uh, no, that's, I think baseball is long gone. I don't <laughs> think there's any going back to baseball. Right. Yeah, hey, football and wrestling probably enough to keep you to keep you busy. Now, w- what other things do you do for fun, you know, with your things during the off season? Uh, we just, we just do everything we can, just hang out a lot, uh, play video games a lot, um, just pretty much, we, we kind of do everything together, find something new every day. Are you guys bowlers? Uh, and we've, we've gone a couple times, but nothing crazy. Yeah, hey, it's all about having fun, you know, I mean, wrestling, football, and practice, it just, it all boils down to are you having fun. Mm-hmm. If it's not fun, it's kind of not worth doing sometimes, you know? Yeah. But now, what kind of an influence did um, your 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 dad have on you? Was, was your is your mom a bigger influence on you? Or is your dad a bigger influence on you? Uh, they're kind of the same because they both played sports their whole lives. Your mom was a good athlete. Yeah, she played basketball and softball in college. My dad played football, so we've been around sports since I can remember. My brother's been playing sports since I was born, so I mean, kind of just fit in with the family and started pretty much any sport I could find. Now, your dad's from the Philly area, right? Is that how you guys all root for the Philadelphia teams? Uh, yeah. He grew up in Philadelphia, and, I mean, we've been cheering for them ever since. Now, the Eagles, what you upset with the Eagles? You just didn't like what they did with Carson Wentz? Uh, I don't really mind what they did with Carson Wentz, but I don't know how much better the new quarterback is. Probably all the other moves will bother you a little bit. But I think they're going to be okay. You know, the, the, the kid they signed from Minnesota, the linebacker, Wilson, Eric Wilson, he's going to be good. I was upset the Vikings let him go, let him, you know, walk. But he's going to be good. Watch. Watch this yeah. season. He's going to be really good. And Mike, and Mike Zimmer, the Vikings coach, is going to be kicking himself in the butt. And I'm going to be kicking Mike Zimmer in the butt. <laughs> but isn't it frustrating, though? I mean, to watch your favorite team. And then they make moves to make you go, what? And, and then you know that they, they're the experts, this is what they do for a living. But it still really bums you out. Isn't it funny how it gets to you? Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. I mean, there's a little more leniency with the, since they just came off of a Super Bowl. Uh, my parents had to wait their whole lives for it. Me and my brother really didn't have to. It happened early. So, I mean, I don't think that everyone's as hard on them as they used to be. Well, here's the thing. My wife's from Buffalo. 
Bills went to four straight Super Bowls, lost all four. Me, I'm a Vikings fan for 54 years. They've lost four Super Bowls. So together, we're 0 for 8 in Super Bowls. So at least you guys have a Super Bowl yeah. championship, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'd do if the Eagles went 0 for 4 <laughs> in four years. I think I'd be done. You do like me, you'd lose your hair. You know, I get to pull my hair out. I got so frustrated. But now, now for you, in terms of like um, favorite foods and all that kind of things, are you an ice cream kind of guy? Uh, yeah, definitely. I like my mom's peanut butter ice cream that she makes homemade. Your mom's the queen, man. She makes this great buffalo chicken. She gave me the recipe, and I got to get it back because I told my wife. She's like, "Well, get me the recipe," and I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. But and then she makes her own ice cream. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, she's like I said, she's been cooking a lot since quarantine and making a lot of stuff. It's all my uh, grandma and great grandma's recipes, and they just work, and we all love them. I met your grandmother, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and I was here, and she's a little spitfire. Is, is, is she a good cook? Uh, yeah, she's definitely probably the best cook in the family. She cooks a huge meal every time we go down there. No kidding. So yeah. she's and she's got like that energy. She's spunky. You can tell. I, I really like it. Well, you know, all you guys that that Irish, you know, you got that Irish brogue and that not brogue, but that Irish um, spunkiness in you. My mom was Irish too. Same thing. Didn't take crap from anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's how my dad's parents were, because they're both full Irish, and then. My grandma, my other grandma is just, she loves doing that type of stuff for everybody. Like when we all go down there and cook, she just loves being with the family all the time. Isn't it cool how grandmothers can, all of them can cook. Like my nanny, we called her nanny. She was unbelievable when we would have birthdays back then. She'd make like these three layer cakes and they had the buttercream frosting on it. I mean, it's just like, I got goosebumps talking about it. It was so good. And then she would cook up a storm. Same thing, those big dinners. And I think it's a grandmother thing where... They all can cook. Uh, yeah, my grandma, my grandma can definitely cook a lot, and she loves it. And she, I don't know what she'd do if she couldn't do it, because I feel like she's always cooking every time we're there. Well, the neat thing is, you know, you come from a really good family, very supportive family, and I know that probably goes a long way with you, both as an athlete and as a student. How are you doing in the classroom? Uh, I'm doing pretty good right now. Beginning of the year was kind of rough transitioning into high school, but... Second semester during the wrestling season got a lot easier. Grades are going up. Was it tough for you, Sean, going, you know, online as opposed to in class? You know, I know a lot of kids have that difficulty. They need to be engaged in class and be there physically. And online sometimes it's a lot tougher to focus and concentrate. Uh, yeah, I don't like being at home doing it on the computer. I'd rather be in class. Yeah, and then you can fool around with the guys and girls in class and have fun and those kind. Of, and you know what? That social interaction you miss that too because that's part of the whole high school and college experience where you you know you're on campus or you're in class and you're having a good time and you're with your friends and seeing your friends. It's got to be really tough for you. Uh yeah, it's being hybrid is kind of hard. It's just you can't really get set with a schedule, and I mean the year's almost over, so it's getting a little bit easier, but. It's just hard to get a schedule straightened out. And then discipline, you have to come up with the, you know, a lot of discipline. So for you as a wrestler and a football player, you have that discipline already. But for you know, the classroom experience or the online experience, it's got to be a little tougher to get that discipline. Uh, I think football and wrestling help it because you can't really have bad grades when it comes to that. So that definitely helps keep the grades up. Okay, now as you look forward to your sophomore year, 
Do you have goals already set for yourself as you you know get ready for the football and wrestling seasons? Uh, football will probably just win another district title. Hopefully, go upset some people at states. Maybe try and get a state title for football, and then wrestling. Uh, go place real high at Beast, and then win definitely win a state title after how close I came this year. Yeah, hopefully they have Beast and Powerade and Ironman, <clears throat> excuse me, and all those other tournaments coming back. That'll be nice to see us get back to some, you know, some sense of normalcy. So um, any parting thoughts, any advice you want to give other young wrestlers who look up to you? Because I know you got a lot of people's attention and you have a lot of the little guys are looking up going, oh, wow, look at Sean. He's man, he's he did as a freshman. You know, I can do it. I can do this. I can do that. Any advice for them? Uh, probably just don't let your, get, your head get too big. Uh, just worry about yourself and worry about what other people have to th- have to think about you and just go wrestle the way you wrestle and it'll all work out. All right, so thanks, Sean Kinney, for giving me more time. And um, I really, really appreciate it. And your dad and your mom and opening up their home for me to come over here and interview. I really appreciate you and uh, your family. Thanks so much. And looking for big things from you in the, uh, in the years ahead. So we'll have a lot of fun covering you. Sean Kinney of Nazareth High School. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another edition of Takedown Talk. I want to thank my buddy Kevin Hardy, who's a big Nazareth wrestling fan, and said to say hello to Sean and his family. And uh, thanks to each and every one of you for all your support and listening to these podcasts. I really appreciate it. And uh, have a great rest of your day. And remember, never let anyone take you down.